Hello again, and welcome to I Have You Now, Backlog Edition 2. This time it's slightly more recent. Uh, This is the review for Chain of Command, the chapter pack that came out a few weeks ago. And uh, life prevented me from releasing one of these immediately upon its release. But I want to catch up so I can start doing, uh, you know, Jump to Lightspeed and Imperial Entanglements as they come out. Without further ado, let's get to the pack. Starting with A Hero's Beginning, The New Jedi Objective. Five health, one resource, we've seen this before. Reaction. After this objective enters play, look at and place the top three cards of your deck face down here. When a friendly player would place a card in an edge stack, he may choose one of these cards and place it in the edge stack instead. So, obviously, a really strong ability. Having a few extra cards with which to win edge is everything. And in a hyper-aggressive aggro Jedi deck, this is going to be a huge deal. The ability to win that important edge battle is very important. The only possible downside is you could lose a couple mains to this thing. And Jedi doesn't have a ton of mains these days. So if you if you got two or, like, heaven forbid, three under this, it could be a serious issue. You'll be able to unfinished business them, which I'll get to in a second, but beyond that, you might be a little stuck. Alright, so the next card in this pod is Luke's X-34 Landspeeder. Uh, three cost, two force icons, black objective damage, white objective damage, white tactics. Two health. While this unit is attacking, it gains reaction. After defenders are declared, resolve this engagement against a different eligible target enemy objective instead. You know, just looking at this ability, I probably would have said to myself, eh. Now, but using it in the regional a few weeks ago, I realized how very powerful it was. It lets you focus Jedi's occasionally only one objective damage here or there onto a single objective within a turn. Using the ability, you can either attack an objective that you've already attacked, or pre-attack an objective you're planning on attacking again. Between the two of those, you can deal a lot of damage to an objective and blow up the one that really matters. Masterful manipulation, look out. Um, Emperor's Web, look out for that matter. All right, um... I like it. The tactics is cool, the objective damage is cool, it's not a character, and that's cool. What I really like about the design of the Jedi pods in this cycle is all of them are really good, but not with each other. All of them support old deck types. I was so excited when I saw this pod, because it ultimately supports hyper-aggro-tempo Jedi, which is something I really enjoy. It's the kind of deck I, I won a few store championships with, and it's, it's using this pod the kind of deck I won the Maryland Regional with. Now, uh, let's go to the next card, which also supports hyper-aggro, and that is, of course, Owen Lars, the famed Owen Lars, Uncle Owen. Zero cost, limited, two health. Action. Shuffle this unit back into your deck to reduce the cost of the next Jedi card you play this phase by three. Okay, so that's clearly incredible. Clearly incredible. This lets you have some insane first turns. You can get Yoda and... um, Obi-Wan Kenobi onto the board in a single turn. Though I think it's a little anti-thematic that Owen helps you bring out Obi-Wan, but c'est la vie. This card is going to make Jedi so much faster, and Jedi could already be very fast. Using this to play a turn one multi-crow, using this to play a turn one Luke, can really increase the tempo of the game and, and force the dark side into e- extreme catch-up mode. I really like this card. It's very strong. I actually like the shuffle as opposed to the discard of the Sith Hol- the sacrifice of the Sith Holocron um, because this card is actually not that great in the late game and it being shuffled back into the deck is actually something of a penalty because drawing it in the final few turns is going to not be good for you because you've probably got your resource base set up. 
Moisture Evaporator is the next card. One cost enhancement, two force pips, enhance your play area. Action, focuses enhancement to have each player draw one card. I love this for Tempo Jedi. I am so happy. Tempo Jedi wants lots of cards and to move quickly. It doesn't necessarily always even care about winning edge battles. What it wants is more big dudes on the board. And the Moisture Evaporator is one more card deeper into your deck to do that. Even if it helps your opponent, it doesn't help them at the optimum moment for them. And that's what's important. Yes, yes, yes. Yay for the Moisture Evaporator. Important to note, too, it's got two Force Icons, which means that if you don't like it in the late game when it's not good, throw it away. Put it in an edge battle. Huzzah. Now, the very best card in this pod is Unfinished Business. One cost event, two Force Pips. Action. Put a unit from a friendly player's discard pile into play under your control. If that unit is still in play at the end of the phase, discard it. Whoa. First of all, recursion. Yes. Second of all, this card wins games. I I won several games with this card already by unfinished businessing the Moldy Crow and then blowing up an objective unopposed and then Size Matters nodding that Moldy Crow back onto another objective. Like, crazy. Crazy. And, And not only that, there's other obvious synergies. The big one is the Falcon. You can put the Falcon to play with this card, return it to your hand, not only recurring the Falcon from your discard pile, putting another unit into play, faux free, that will stay on the board. Very strong card. It um it's best used after all other after your first two engagements when when everything's focused and there's not many defenders left and you can pull out a guy for a surprise victory. This is a card that if you see any other card from this pod, you have to be vigilant for constantly. I'm really glad Navy's getting some event cancel because the Jedi event game is getting redonkulous. The final card in this pod is Supporting Fire, which, while not always my favorite fate card, which is, by the way, target-friendly player may place one non-fate card from his hand into your edge stack. Not always my favorite fate card, but in Jedi, it is incredible, because Jedi has all of these high force pit mains that, for the most part, you want to keep to play on the board, but winning the right edge battle can be crucial. With Supporting Fire, you can hold that Yoda in your hand, see if there's a twist, see if you need it to win, and if you don't, you can throw your, say, Moisture Evaporator in and still win the edge battle if it's only one or two off. Yay for Supporting Fire. Yay for this pod. Five-star pod. I think it's really strong, but it doesn't support the slow-paced Ron Leia stuff that we've been seeing. Um, it really wants a specific deck type. It doesn't support the Vima uh, hidden from the Empire. It's it doesn't support the key in pod. It's very much straightforward, a pod that supports older cards. And that is something I really appreciate. Moving on to the next and final light side pod in this pack, Breaking the Blockade, the Smugglers and Spies objective. The objective reads, 5 health, 1 resource, action. Focus this objective to remove a focus token from target piloted vehicle unit with printed cost 2 or lower. Wow, 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 wow. Now obviously this guy's at its best in a rebel vehicle deck. I think what's super exciting about it is we're going to be seeing it with Sleuth Scouts. A Sleuth Scout with Across the Anoat Sector that uses this ability... This objective's ability blows up an objective. That's amazing. You can blow up an objective on the first turn with a single sleuth scout and a pilot with this objective. That's really cool. And then it can be used on all sorts of various different vehicles that are relatively deadly. The, the Rogue Squadron X-Wing, the, the speeder bike even, potentially, right? Um, there's so many different things this works on, and I think it's only going to get better. Yay for breaking the blockade. 
Now this is an easy pod to review because there's only three different cards in it instead of five. The next are two smuggling freighters. Two cost, one force pit, black unit, white objective, two health, vehicle, transport. While this unit is piloted, damage dealt by it cannot be prevented by shields. Yawn at the ability, yawn at the stats and everything. It's nice to have another two cost vehicle. It's uh, nice to have some more objective damage, but like every other two cost vehicle in the world is better than this. But okay. I'm fine. It, it works for me. I'm, I'm, I'd rather not have two of them, but there we are. Speaking of things, I'd rather not necessarily have two of. The next thing to talk about is the Duro Smuggler. Relevant text. Pilot Zero. Yeah. Um, so it's a pilot. It's going to set up all your other pilot stuff. It's good for the objective and good for the event that's upcoming. Um, and it's good for like, the Rogue Squadron X-Wings and stuff. The problem is I don't know if I want four of them. I think this is very solidly a one-of objective, and I think that's an okay thing. I think we're going to be seeing a lot more one-of objectives in the future as more and more different things become viable. It's going to make sense to have as much variety in your deck as possible so that you can be surprising. And this pod, as we're about to see, is all about surprising maneuvers! Spoiler alert, the name of the next card is Surprising Maneuver. Zero cost event, three force pips, action, focus two piloted vehicle units to destroy all defenders. Wow. Okay. This is an event that's not brutal only in its effect, it is brutal in the expectation of it, right? By having this card exist in this pod, if you see any card from this pod, you have to make a very clear choice every time you declare defenders. Are you willing to let all of them just die? This is terrible for Sith, which makes me very happy. It's very bad for Sith, but what it's not bad for is Vader's ties, because it can't be used against Vader. This is another one of the reasons that the um, new Vader pilot is so important in defeating the light side tricks, because this this card is absolutely devastating. It's another board wipe for Rebels, and they've already got they've already got desperation. So, yeah, strong, wonderful. I think this is a like a three to four star pod. Five in if we see some more good inexpensive vehicles and good pilots. Um, I think it's a one of, but it's a very surprising, intense one of to deal with. I think we're going to be seeing it in a lot of rebel decks that splash into smugglers for like one Falcon, one Outrider, one Breaking the Blockade. I think that's what we're going to see, and I like it. That's it for the light side. Now on to the very exciting dark side pods. The first up is the Imperial Bureaucracy, a what? Sith pod. The Imperial Bureaucracy is a Sith pod. Okay. Reaction. After this objective enters play, look at and place the top three cards of your deck face down here. When a friendly player would place a card in the edge stack, he may choose one of these cards and place it in the edge stack instead. Wait, what? Have we heard this before? Yes, this is the same as the Jedi pod in the set, and I actually really like that. I really like when the factions mirror their counterparts, when we see things that show up in Scum and in Smugglers, or in this case, things that show up in both Sith and Jedi. This is as strong for Sith as it is for Jedi. Sith really want to win a few key defensive edge battles. Being Having the ability to throw in a few extra cards when you need it with Palpatine is everything, yeah. The next card in this pod is very exciting as well. Sate Pestage, three cost, three force pips, black tactics, white unit, two health. Reaction. After this unit enters play, return a non-enhancement card from your discard pile to your hand. 
Interrupt. When this unit leaves play, return a non-enhancement card from your discard pile to your hand. Recursion out of Sith is crazy. Effective, precise recursion like this is going to is already game-changing. The ability to have another Force Lightning back, the ability to get aggression back, the ability to throw the Emperor or Executor into an edge battle when you can't afford them, and then know that you'll be able to pull them back later is incredible. This this card is going to be seeing a lot of play for a long time. Sate is strong. What's more, he's got the same basic stack plot as um, Imperial Droids, as the and those saw play for a long time just for that Black Tactics. This guy is dangerous to leave alive, and he's dangerous to kill. Great card, and a really welcome addition to Sith. This is the first real Sith pod we've seen in a while that really adds something to the faction. I want to say since Saris, this is the first pod that's like really eye-opening and exciting. Advisor of the Emperor, we've seen it before. Maybe we'll see it again. Two costs, two force pips, white, tactics, one resource uh, that it generates, and one health. We've seen this card in Council of the Sith. It's great there. It's great here. This this card is the business. It's great to have a resource on a dude with tactics when you need it. Good to see it again. Quarren Bureaucrat may well end up being the surprise hidden star of this pod. One cost, one health, one black unit damage. Interrupt. When an enhancement's ability is triggered, sacrifice this unit to cancel its effect. Most games, this would not be that great, but this whole cycle has been about increasing the importance of enhancements. This cancels so many great enhancements. Sheehan Training, Old Ben's Spirit, Echo Caverns, Hobby. Corn Bureaucrat wraps up Hobby in red tape and kills him. That's amazing. This this ability is actually really strong, and it's a great threat to have on the board. We don't have a great deal of dark side cancel, and even if it's just canceling enhancements, this is strong and worth considering. Bravo. Good good design. An ability we haven't seen before in this in this uh, game. The next card is, in my opinion, the yawner of this pod. Endless Bureaucracy. Event. Zero cost. One force pip. Action. Shuffle the top card of a target-friendly player's discard pile back into his deck. Reaction. After an objective leaves play, return this card from your discard pile to your hand. Okay, it's an event that can set off Vader, yay. I mean, if you're if you're Sith, you're probably playing an event every turn already anyway. If you're playing Vader, I, I don't think you need a zero-cost event that does very little. Um, it has negative synergy with Sate because you're shuffling stuff back in that you want, while at the same time you want it in your discard pile so that you can grab it with Sate on demand. Meh. Sad to have a card this useless, but but everything else in this pot is so great, including... Supporting Fire. Great fate card. In any of the high-edge battle factions, Sith is no exception. Its ability is very strong and very useful for winning edge battle. That one important edge battle for the Sith. This is a five-star pod. This is going to revolutionize Sith. It already has. You're going to be seeing so much of this pod for years. Bravo. Great design. Five-star pod. And now. Ladies and gentlemen, for the moment you've all been waiting for, may I present the last Grand Admiral, the Imperial Navy objective in this pack. It's got two resources and five health. Not very exciting, but you know, Navy needs money, so it's alright. But the real star of this pod, the reason to play this pod, the thing we've all been waiting for since it was announced last October is of course Grand Admiral Thrawn, four cost, three force pips, two black tactics icons, a white objective icon, three health, elite, action, during an engagement, 
Focus this unit to place one focus token on a target participating enemy unit. Limit once per turn. Guys, this individual card is everything Navy has been sobbing into its pillow for for a long time. First of all, strong force holder. Three force pips and elite and three health so he doesn't just die? Yes. Second of all, two black tactics. Navy has always needed tactics on defense. It's always had a hard time defending its board. And this guy, if you win an edge battle, shuts down two units. That's everything. And last but far from least is his action. This action is really strong. Even if you can only use it once per turn, you can still defend with the Grand Admiral, block with him, focus two units, then use Chain of Command to focus one more unit again. This is... This is wonderful. I'm very, very happy with this card. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of him, and I think we're actually going to be seeing him splash into Sith, which is pretty cool. Um, but we'll be seeing more of this. <laughs> we'll be seeing a lot more of this. Bravo for, on the design for Grand Admiral Throne. The next two cards are cards Navy's been looking for for a while as well. They're both Nogri bodyguards, two cost, one force pip, two health, black unit, white unit damage, protect officer. Yeah, we've had all these great officers that just die. Uh, really cool to have some protection for Tag. Really cool to have some protection for Tarkin and this upcoming Tarkin as well. I, uh, I'm excited to see these guys. I love Nogri. Soft spot in my heart. I mean, I grew up on Heir to the Empire, Dark Force Rising, and, um, The Last Command. The Nogri were always my favorite. It's too bad Leia can't be used to turn them against Thrawn, but, you know, I'm still happy. Yes for the Nogri bodyguards. Chain of Command. Stellar event. One cost, two force pips. Action. Target up to two Imperial Officer units, each controlled by a different friendly player. Remove one focus token from each targeted unit. Now, in practice, in um, 1v1, this is just going to remove a focus token from an officer. But this is incredible. This is obviously great on Thrawn. Like, it's obviously intended to be used with Thrawn. It's obviously great. No discussion needed. But on uh, characters like Colonel Stark or on um, Moke, Moke blows up an objective... Uh, Colonel Stark also blows up an objective and focuses two things if the objective was damaged in the first place. Um, yeah, that's this is a great card, and if we're going to be seeing some really exciting new officers. They were spoiled today in uh, in Imperial Entanglements, and this becomes even more useful the more the more great officers are out in the world. There's probably going to be an Imperial Officers deck of which this pod will be the shining centerpiece. Great event. Finally, Supporting Fire. Now, up until this point, Supporting Fire is not a great uh, thing for Navy. There's not a lot of Force icons in Navy, so a single card might not shift the, the tide of the edge battle. But we're seeing some more Star Destroyers and stuff in Imperial Entanglements, and Supporting Fire might be coming into its own with Navy, especially with some of the other exciting stuff we're seeing. So uh, I am cautiously optimistic for Supporting Fire, but it's not my favorite out of Navy. I love this pod. I'm really happy to see it. I'm really happy to see Navy getting some really great pods. The last and strangest pod in this pack is the Nar Shaddaa Drift, the scum and villainy objective. Five health, one resource, reaction. After you refresh, remove one focus token from a vehicle unit you control. Okay, that's pretty cool. It's uh, We've seen this before. This is Endor Gambit, um, but it's nice to give like pseudo-elite to um, your, uh, your vehicles. Uh, they can get focused out. It's good. It's fine. It's not, you know... Something to write home about. Oh my gosh, we can remove extra focus tokens from vehicles. But I certainly wouldn't be sad to have it on the board. Um, the pilot of this pod is the Race Circuit Champion, Unique. Two cost, two force pips, black unit, white unit. Pilot one, 
reaction. After enhanced unit readies, deal one damage to a target vehicle unit. This is uh, better now than it was in the past, obviously. We're seeing more vehicles, particularly out of Rebels, and um, and somewhat out of Smugglers and Jedi even as well. Um, it's nice to have another cheap pilot on the light side. I- I'm, I'm for it. It's like a three-star pilot. It's uh, it's not gonna probably not going to win you any games, but it's good to have. These two racing swoops, however, are pretty pretty solid. Two cost, one force pip, one black unit, one white tactics, two health. More tactics, more white tactics for Scum is awesome. Scum's got all of these tricks to win edge battles with, though, uh, and and twist of fate and better pods than many other factions have. So white tactics is a really great card design for the faction because it makes you really, really want to win edge battles and you have the tools to do it when it's important. Um... I like the racing clubs. I like, like seeing more solid white tactics icons in Scum. Black Market Exchange. Man, interesting, weird card. Two cost, one force pip, one resource, enhance your play area. Action. Focus this enhancement and sacrifice a vehicle or droid unit to remove one or two focus tokens from a unit with one or more enhancements on it. So first of all, anything that removes focus tokens from units deserves a very careful look at it, Right? Now, here's the thing. This card requires a lot of things that Scum just isn't good at. First, sacrifice a vehicle or droid unit. There's not a lot of those that you want to do that with. I suppose you can sacrifice the racing swoops. They're inexpensive. I suppose you can sacrifice the Black Sun Headhunters if you're going to throw it away anyway. But for the most part, your vehicles and droids are things you want to keep. If this, if you could sacrifice a unit, there are so many crappy little units you don't always want to keep around. Sadly, it's got to be a vehicle or a droid, and... The other problem is the one or more enhancements on it. Scum does not have a lot of enhancements, nor does it have a lot of pilots. This pod is very hard to slot into the um, traditional uh, the, a traditional scum deck. And even a scum vehicles deck, there's only two pilots in scum right now, and no more coming. So this is clearly a pod that sort of you want to put into... Um, you want to put into with a navy deck. But the problem with that is, if you're running navy into scum... You're probably doing Shizor, because Shizor is excellent, and you're probably doing Boba Fett and Slave 1. And in that case, there's no room. Unless you're only going to run one Boba Fett in exchange for this, which I don't know is a good trade-off. So, I don't know where the space is for this yet. Maybe it's a scum into Navy deck or something that runs with Fel, if we see some more scum vehicles. But for right now, I don't know where this card fits. It seems like it should be so excellent, and in practice, it's not. I do like the last card in this pack. The event, one cost, two force pips, cut off is its name. Reaction, after a vehicle unit you control readies, place one focus token on a target unit. Placing focus tokens is wonderful. You can use it to remove defenders or to double focus something that's already been focused. It doesn't come back next turn. And all the reasons placing focus tokens are wonderful. Yeah, um, it's good. And you're, you're going to be readying vehicles in any deck that includes this pod. And you might even be doing it in the middle of combat. So that's cool. Overall, this this pod is a, is middle of the road, solid three. I really want Scum to be getting some great stuff, but it, there's still this weird disconnect where there's a couple of great cards, a couple of, like, cards, and then one or two that are just useless. At least none of them are useless in this pod. They're just weird. All right, that's it for Chain of Command. Tune in soon for a first blush look at all of the new cards and Imperial Entanglements. Have a wonderful day, and may the Force be with you.